You're listening to 1881, powered by the American Hereford Association and part of the Hereford Network. Here's your host, Shane Bedwell. Welcome back to another episode of 1881. This is your host, Shane Bedwell, and 2023 is upon us. And what a strong January it's been for the Hereford breed and business folks. I uh, can't tell you how much energy is out there and going uh, right now. Uh, joining with me today is our uh, executive vice president, Mr. Jack Ward. And uh, we've got him back on to kick off the new year. It's 2023 and uh, we are rocking and rolling full steam ahead. Bull sale season is here and... Uh, you know, this segment title is called Continuing the Tradition, and uh, obviously we're steeped in that. 1881 should ring through to all of you, and uh, it has a special meaning to us uh, Hereford folks, and uh, again, we're just really excited about uh, this year and uh, what it has in store, and we're going to report to you uh, from the field, and that's really a lot of where we've been the last several days uh, of this month, uh, out and about, uh, interacting with breeders and uh, uh, sharing uh, the Hereford message. So this segment, uh, we're going to cover uh, uh, several different topics, but a little bit of a recap from uh, our national shows in Oklahoma City and the National Western. Of course, uh, bull sale season is uh, upon us. We've had some great sales already, and it's uh, rolling strong. And then uh, a little message. Uh, we can't have uh, one of these good podcasts uh, with talking with Jack without talking about a little heterosis. So uh, here we go, Jack. Welcome back to the podcast. Well, thank you, Shane. And it is good to be back again, I guess, two months in a row here. We're going to have a good visit. And uh, this one's going to be fun. Uh, as you mentioned, uh, 2023 has gotten kicked off in an in a extremely positive way and and uh, through some national shows and, and seeing the demand of these bulls at the first uh, part of the bull sale season. It's, uh, it's, it's, it is very, very exciting. Yeah, so uh, Oklahoma City, we would have, uh, a lot of us staff would have been, uh, we, we brought in the New Year's in Oklahoma City there at the national show there, Cattlemen's Congress, and uh, it was very strong. Entries uh, were very good down there. Uh, we had a great open show, uh, strong throughout uh, the bull show. Just the crowd in general, I thought, uh, was good across the board. We had beautiful weather, and uh, I think that allowed uh, now in the third year, Cattlemen's Congress, uh, folks kind of knew where they were at knew where to go and and find the Hereford cattle and uh looked to me like the the aisles were full you know uh, a lot of the days uh in the afternoons and uh you know I thought this year a, a strength of it was our our pin show that we had there well let's talk a little bit about that Jack and kind of what you saw in the pin show this year you know Shane I'd agree it it was just a tremendous amount of enthusiasm uh, uh down during the event at Oklahoma City and uh, as you mentioned uh the pin show uh it it uh, was really really strong and the crowd was good and if you remember back a year ago or uh our board during the spring board meeting uh, uh as we we talk about shows and what we want to do at our national shows is uh uh, not only have uh, a lot of camaraderie among the breeders, but try to encourage uh, some of those uh, commercial producers from areas 
uh, different areas to come in and, and see what uh, we have to offer in the Hereford breed and kind of expose them to Hereford members and Hereford um, Hereford cattle. And, and obviously the pin shows uh, at both the Cattlemen's Congress and, and the National Western is a, is a great place to do that. And uh, our board uh, committed some resources and dollars uh, to trying to promote those at both events. And uh, this year at uh, Cattlemen's Congress, uh, we committed to to serving some uh, certified Hereford beef sandwiches and uh, uh, trying to encourage uh, some producers, local producers. And we worked with the Oklahoma Cattlemen's uh, to send out an invite to uh, not only those in the state of Oklahoma, but surrounding states to come in and and see some Hereford genetics during the pin show and, and again, kind of visit with our breeders about the cattle. And doing that, as I said, we served some certified Hereford beef steaks. Uh, They were sourced uh, from the 4T market, who is one of our good uh, CHB uh, partners uh, down in mm-hmm. Hennessy, Oklahoma, yep. and uh, we had 500 of them, Shane. And and uh, as you know, uh, that's always a is a tough thing to gauge. Uh, the good, I, well, it's good news and bad news. The good news is, I guess we'll call it good news. We ran out of steaks, and yep. uh, so the crowd crowd was there. And and then we were very fortunate to be able with one of our corporate sponsors at WW. They they uh, committed to offering. Uh, a shoot to raffle off uh, during the pin show and you had to be there to sign up and you had to be there to win. And we had over 300 people sign up for that. And so our crowds were good and they were strong. Uh, they stayed there and, and visited and, and it was good. We started the show just a little bit later than typical. And, and I had a chance to get back into the pins before the show started. And, and it was in very, very encouraging to see the folks roaming around back there and mm-hmm. uh, taking a look. And, you know, I'll share this. Uh, I visited with one of our breeders who participated in that uh, pin show just this morning. And, um, they they just finished their bull sale, and I asked them if they were able to gather up some additional business by having cattle at the Cattlemen's Congress, and they said absolutely, they did. Uh, not only sold some bulls, but had a lot of people uh, bidding online that got to see those cattle during during the show at Cattlemen's Congress. So uh, I, I, I'd be happy to report this to the board and I think to the membership that uh, our commitment uh, to the commercial side of that with the help of the Oklahoma Cattlemen's and, and our great partnership with W&W certainly encouraged that. And so uh, the, the pin part of that event, uh, Shane, was excellent. Yeah, no, very strong and uh, good participation. Quality was extraordinarily high. Uh, the depth of that show and, uh, Joe Rickabaugh has done a nice job of, uh, plucking, uh, <laughs> sale features. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing out of the pin show. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, you yeah. know, it's, it's, uh, it's become a real highlight, uh, to watch the quality and depth of, uh, of that show. And then, uh, a day later, you know, once they've stirred up commotion in that, uh, pin ring, uh, they, those folks get in the barns and they get to, uh, working deals with those uh, breeders, and uh, you know it uh, it leads into a pretty good sale. But before that, we had an outstanding bull show. The next day, that morning, uh, standing room only crowd. And those of you that have been in the old uh, uh, arena there in Oklahoma City, it's a big arena, and it was it wasn't clear to the top. But I'll tell you that probably the last time it was filled was the NFR <laughs> when they hosted it there. So. 
those of you that know that know what I'm talking about. It's a big place to fill up, but it was a big crowd. Bull show energy was at an all time high, in my opinion, uh, because we had lineups of horn cattle. We had lineups of pole cattle that were just the real deal. And uh, then we we fire right into that uh, evening to that national sale. And it's uh, been a culmination of our breed for a long time. And uh, producers from near and far from Oklahoma City came and they 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 gave us uh, a set of cattle. Uh, that uh, we could we could have a fantastic average, Jack. So comments on the national sale? Yeah, I I would agree uh, uh, totally with you, uh, Shane. The the um, the bull sale that then uh, or bull show, I'm sorry, that uh, was on Friday morning before our sale was was really incredible, and it it was fun. I mean, I was I was standing back there uh, in the makeup area, and and it was just so exciting to see the crowds of people circle around bulls that they had interest in. Uh, as they entered the ring, uh, looking at their program, studying uh, pedigrees, information, and and this show was was really really strong. You know, there's been times when people are a little critical of of bull shows at at some of these national shows because some of the cattle they don't feel um, have the kind of uh, look or or the genetic makeup to be useful uh, within our industry, and that that couldn't have been further from the truth this year. It uh, all, all through the the classes, uh, the bulls were deep and strong. The structure of them, uh, which we're we're so critical of in this breed, and thankful of that, and and the value uh, that those bulls had to offer, and and uh, you know, um, Jason Hoffman uh, was our judge there, and you could just see the enthusiasm in him, right, when yep. those bulls entered the ring, and he was studying the paperwork, and it you could hear it in his voice. The message he sent was incredible, and so I, I really compliment the breeders for uh, picking it up. Then, as you said, we we moved right into the national sale later that afternoon, and and uh, the commitment of the breeders, consigners, um, the sale was again uh, top notch, and uh, we, as you mentioned or alluded to it there just a minute ago, Joe's been really good at at uh, kind of. Uh, keeping his eye on that pin show and adding some lots uh, we were fortunate to, enough to get the uh, pick of the of the grand champion pin heifers exhibited by Matheny's in Kentucky and they were incredible set of full sisters and and we were able to sell two out of the three of those I don't think they were wanting to let us uh, sell the entire pin mm-hmm. uh, but uh, uh, some of the highlights of the sale they sold very very well and um and just very thankful that they were able to do that uh, with us. And, uh, you know, Shane, maybe this is a time, too. I I was uh, kind of sharing with this. It was really exciting to see the international level of uh, folks at the shows oh, yeah. this winter. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it picked back up. You they know, were out. Yeah, they were out. And not only were they out, they were buyers. Uh, and uh, they they were very uh, active at our national sale in Oklahoma City mm-hmm. and bought some lots. And so uh, that made it fun and exciting as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, got us through the sale and, and uh, thankful for Joe and the staff, everyone involved with that. It was another uh, uh, highlight yeah. of the national show. Yeah. So we would have wrapped up in Oklahoma City there uh, that uh, Saturday, that first Saturday there in January with a really good female show and uh it was outstanding from front to rear and uh great display of her for quality again and then uh, some of our crew left the next day for the National Western. Uh, a few of us came back 
uh, got back in the office, uh, got caught back up and then we left. And then, uh, uh, so we were, it was kind of a back to back deal. Kind of felt like an NBA team, you know, <laughs> though you have more, yeah. you have more games than you do practices. And, uh, we were out, uh, back, which was good. Mm-hmm. And I'll mm-hmm. tell you, you know, what I, I thought was uh, pretty cool. You had exhibitors that sh- you saw down at Oklahoma city, you saw breeders at both places. And so I think, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty neat in that regard where, uh, you know, people that are really into it and are really on the hunt for, uh, that next herd bull or that next donor female or whatever it may be, they're traveling and they're getting out and about. And so it was good to see, you know, some of the people that we saw in Oklahoma city and then, uh, some of the new faces, uh, that we didn't get to see uh, down at Oklahoma City. And so it just, I really thought, um, you know, the energy that we had in Oklahoma City, it rolled right into the Mile High City. And, you know, we were just, we were rocking and rolling again. And it kicked off that Wednesday. Uh, the folks at uh, ABS and a group of uh, commercial folks, breeders um, there around Colorado, started the maternal merit sale and they had a top-notch set of baldy females uh the ladies here in, in communications have done a good job of kind of highlighting uh Anton Hermes uh former podcast <laughs> and uh folks uh, that we had on talking about their ranch but uh the baldy stopped the sale and so it was like we didn't even leave Oklahoma City uh, we had about 4 days in between and it was like boom here you go. Herefords are on top again. Those baldy females out average the rest of those commercial females as an average group by $81. And so the bald faces were in demand. They got rolling. And uh, so that was cool. We were driving through a blizzard to get there. And so we were listening in and out of the service there in Lyman uh, or east of Lyman. And uh, it was a little spotty, those of you that have drove through there, but it was still great. And, uh, it was, it was good to get in there and, and see that. And so, and, and then it's Hereford time, right? Yeah. So, yeah. um, you know, it was, it was good to get down in the, in the new yards and kind of see that and what they've done. I, it was the first time for me, uh, Jack, you were out there last year and got to see it, but it, 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 it is nice. There's no doubt about it. It is nice. And so I think, you know, what you said, the board gave us the green light. We were able to you know, help and, and provide some support for that commercial female sale. Mm-hmm. And then let's talk about uh, what we did uh, the next evening right. Uh, right. with supplying some certified Hereford beef for, uh, you know, the deal that Brent Lonker would have headed up, uh, Stockyards Meat Festival, something, That's right. That's a new right. tradition in Denver. Yeah, it, you know, it was really interesting, uh, Shane. I, I don't think any of us really knew what to expect uh, of what was going to happen that evening. Uh, and as you said, uh, the the HA board, again, with the support, we did we did supply some resources for that commercial heifer sale. And, and again, promote promotion of those uh, baldy females was incredible. And, and those folks deserve a lot of credit. But yeah, the, the uh, uh, Stockyards Meat Festival was kind of a a brainchild, I think, of, of, of a few, but kind of led the way by Brent Lonker. And he contacted us, uh, last year about whether we would give some support to it. And, and, uh, 
and we we supported him in in a variety of ways, right? So we uh, we did supply some certified Hereford beef, and the whole intent was, I think, uh, of the deal was to kind of connect uh, what goes on in in the stockyards and what members and and beef cattle producers do uh, with the public, and uh, so they they promoted it uh, throughout uh, Denver and the surrounding areas. Uh, it was a ticketed event; they had to pay to get in there, and uh, they were pairing, if you will, uh, uh, meat products with with some ideal wines from around the country. And uh, Brent kind of focused on that. And what we did at CHB, we we supplied them with Tri Tip, yep. and uh, and we were paired with a wine uh, company um, uh, that. Uh, Ancient Peaks. Yeah, there you Ancient go. Ancient Peaks. Peaks. Yep. And, uh, and a, it was a good cab, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was a, a good, good cab. cab. Yeah, nice cab. And so it was really well done. Uh, and I want to thank our staff. You know, uh, Shane, you, you stepped it up. Your father in law helped us, uh, with, uh, some, some, uh, the right kind of, uh, uh, pit barrels, pit yeah. Barrels Brought in to, the pit barrels. So to, we did a, yeah, we did yeah. a little Santa Maria style yeah. tri tip. That's uh, right. Uh, for our good Californians, hopefully uh, yeah. we, we did you did you some justice. We tried, yeah. We, we had yeah. some wood, and uh, we got after it with the pit barrels, right? And, uh, and yeah, they, it they, was fun. It was fun, and and Joe uh, was very good at uh, keeping the the meat uh, carved up and serving, and and the lines were, and just it. Yeah, I don't know how many people were there, but that place was full. Five hundred I mean, yeah. plus is yeah. what I heard. Yeah, okay. It it ever, probably every bit of that, and and I think the event went very well. Uh, you know, a couple beyond the meat and the wine and the fun that they had, uh, there was. Uh, uh, a first time ever inductee into the yards at the at the National Western Stock Show, and uh, working with Brent, he asked for some recommendations, and and we all came up with a with an awesome name, uh, CK Ranch out here at Brookville, Kansas, the Veneer family that. Uh, you know they 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 showed in the yards for decades uh and uh were very very uh, successful in the yards over the years as well as showing cattle on the hill and you know there was three generations of the veneer family that served on the board here at the HA and as many of you know uh, the veneer family is still very supportive of our youth foundation and different programs that we have here at at Hereford, and so uh, Mary and Marty, uh, the two daughters of uh, Jack Veneer, were able to be there, mm-hmm. and uh, we presented them with a uh, traditional uh, carload trophy in honor of their induction into the Hall of Fame, and um, and so it was a great time, and it was good to see them, and and still their enthusiasm, both Mary and Marty, for the breed and and what what's happened, and so. Uh, that was uh, certainly a lot of fun, and then then they kind of kicked uh, or ended the evening with uh, with the sale of uh, four heifers, yearling mm-hmm. heifers, uh, mm-hmm. different breeds. Uh, we had a Hereford heifer donated, uh, not just a Hereford heifer, but a really good Hereford heifer, incredible pedigree from yeah. uh, Jack Holden and his family up yep. in Montana. Uh, Keneally's uh, donated an Angus heifer. There was a Charlay heifer donated, or, or not donated, but brought in for the sale from Lynn Scoggs and then a Simmental heifer from... Uh, I think Triangle J. Oh, yeah, that uh, had kind of uh, bought and worked with Willie Altenberg on, on his herd of Simmentals here over the last uh, year or two but at any rate highlight was the Hereford heifer was top selling the Holden and female the Holden stole female. the show she 
she did by yep. quite some margin. Sold the show. Yeah, and she was awesome. And uh, again, as we talked about in our national sale, she was purchased by some international buyers. Yep. And uh, that high was seller. a high seller. And she was a little over 50000 if I remember right. And so mm-hmm. really appreciate Jack and his family for stepping up and, and bringing that type of females. I mean, she was... She was uh, she was really good, mm-hmm. really really good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was a fun night. Uh, yep. Didn't know what to expect. Don't yep. know where they're going to go with it in the future. Yep. Uh, but it was a good time, and uh, yeah, I think Joe mentioned as he was serving, he got to meet some really good people from the public and visit with them, yep. and uh, I think it was a, a very useful event. Really good, yeah. really good. And so that uh, that kicked off, led right into the pin show. Uh, and the new uh, stockyards down there and uh, had a very strong pin show again is what you'd expect uh, Denver and and uh, what's going on uh, it's it's what happens you know we, we uh, bring cattle to Denver and Hereford dominated the pins uh, I thought in terms of numbers uh, dominated in terms of crowd and uh, just a great heifer show had two really strong carloads of bulls and uh then we got into the pen of three bulls and it was it was it was good and deep all the way through and and uh, of course that uh that afternoon justin stout put on a hereford sale and uh it was very strong again you know the prices that you would have saw at that event uh were you know incredible big crowd great enthusiasm and i thought uh you know what i was seeing at oklahoma city and uh in denver you know, new breeders, new members buying cattle, you know, and so that's exciting. I think just uh, momentum wise of uh, what you folks are doing, uh, it's catching the attention, uh, your your uh, focus of of kind, uh, your focus of uh, pedigree and and uh, EPDs. Uh, it's paying off because it's uh, there's there's some new folks stepping yeah. into the breed. No doubt. Yep. Yeah, and I would agree with that, uh, Shane. And honestly, as you mentioned that, I I could think clear back uh, to where uh, at Cattlemen's Congress on that uh, Eve sale where they sell all the frozen genetics, and we've seen some participation there. I know of for sure, yeah, uh, because yeah. I, I watched it uh, firsthand of some new uh, outside breeders getting involved of buying some genetics to kind of start their Hereford uh, programs and. Then I had some visits with some some people during the yard sale in Denver, and the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, people that I know uh, that uh, are are have a primary breed of a, of a different breed, and and are getting involved in the Hereford side of it. So that is exciting. Uh, you mentioned the sale was good. A lot of the cattle that showed in the pin show, they they offered pics of those pins in the sale, and and they were very. Um, well uh, accepted uh and, and that was exciting to see and so uh yeah pin show was fun again it, it's always good uh, uh good to see those cattle and the participation and and as you mentioned early on we actually besides for about two hours of driving in miserable weather getting to denver uh that wednesday the the weather was incredible for two weeks yeah. uh and during uh that pin show in denver it was the same way and it was good we got done in time uh that that people could get back into the into the pins and look through the cattle and uh uh so it was good to see that type of enthusiasm again no doubt no doubt so we wrapped up denver there on the hill um of course had uh 
you know, a great junior show, uh, you know, in both folk places. Uh, um, but, uh, you know, the, the open show on the hill, we showed the bulls and, and the open females there in one day made a big day, but it was a good day, uh, all the way through, uh, Donnie Robertson and, and Miles Shout there from Express would have judged and uh, I thought uh, did a good job of identifying some real yeah real breed uh, winners. No, I, I would agree too and uh, uh, very similar to what we we seen in, in uh, Oklahoma City uh, from all the judges, whether it was Penn's Junior Show, these open show judges, just they're, I think they were in awe, so to speak. Uh, I, I think in the quality of the cattle and the way they're presented and uh, and I, we heard it on multiple occasions from them and so uh, it was another good event and as you mentioned and strong and uh, uh, and we did. We did see a number of cattle that got to, sh- to participate in both shows, uh, and I, I really admire the breeders for doing that. I mean, that's part of the reason we have shows is to showcase your cattle and, yep. and put them on different stages, yep. if you will. And uh, uh, so I was, I thought that was uh, very, very exciting to see as well. So if you'd like to look up uh, who won those shows, uh, this podcast isn't quite long enough today to go into all the winners uh, of, of both events, but they are on our website. Go to the events tab on our homepage and uh, click on uh, those respective shows, and they'll be well outlined for you. And uh, I'd encourage you to go look up uh, their profiles and pedigrees and uh, see uh, see what you learn. So it, w- it was good. So, you know, uh, Denver finishes up. You've got two days, and uh, you can always uh, assume Van Newkirk's sale is going to be on that Monday after Denver. And wow, uh, yeah. hit the door running uh, into bull sale season, and it was uh, big time good. Uh, I wasn't there, but uh, according to Alex, uh, they had people sitting all the way to the top uh, of their uh, their sale facility there. A big, big crowd, and uh, again, uh, just a a great sale to kind of get uh, sale season kicked off for the breed. Yeah, Shane, it is. It's always uh, it's always exciting. I you know I, I flip it on in my office uh, while we're in here to listen and what Joe and Cindy and their families have done building a program and, and a following uh, for what they do is is really a tribute to them and. Um, uh, the cattle are good. They're very well accepted. And as you said, we got reports that, uh, it was, uh, standing room only. And I believe it was their 50th anniversary sale. It was some anniversary sale. And Cindy, of course, uh, does such a wonderful job in, in the, uh, advertisement of, of, uh, their program and uh she she sent out uh, over the course of the year kind of in some social media posts some of the history of what's gone on at uh, van newkirk's and it was fun to watch that progression but uh congratulations to them another wonderful event and and it's uh it just kind of threw some additional gas onto the fire that we had from the national shows to get this season started yep yep and you know uh you know, Delaney, Atkins, um, you know, they, they roll into another really, really strong sale and a good production sale that uh, next Monday, I believe it was. And uh, they had a had a great venue. And I think uh, I heard Jerry uh, kind of welcoming the crowd as the sale started. And he says, uh, well, it's the best weather we've ever had. 
<laughs> Usually they're yeah. deep in uh, yeah. a snow yeah. and yeah. it's cold, but uh, yeah. it, it looked like a really nice day yeah, for him. So I was, yeah. I was, yeah. I was happy for him in that right. regard. Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah. of course, uh, Churchill, uh, I think, was uh, more the mo- most recent sale uh, that that. Then uh, you know, so, I mean, just another fantastic uh, display of Herford cattle and genetics and kind of what Dale and the Churchill program's been able to do and mix, you know, a little bit of polled, uh, you know, has, has a great polled line, a, a great horn line. And, uh, you know, he's really pushing the edge on, on, uh, genetic profiles. And of course, a good 7098 cow from the Birdwell program is anchored, uh, deep through there that they own together. And so it's just, it, it's exciting, you know, as you think about, uh, you know, all the things that are going on yeah. and, yeah. you know, it, uh, definitely garnered a lot of attention. It sure did. Yeah. I think those bulls, uh, as you mentioned, we seen, uh, uh, the, the, uh, pin of, uh, Atkins Delaney, uh, that they brought to Oklahoma city and we seen the quality that they had. We knew it would be a good sale. Uh, and it was, uh, very, very strong. The average was excellent. They're getting more and more demand, uh, for, from a commercial side up there in their area for good Hereford bulls. Uh, I had a good visit with Pete and, and, uh, he said that, you know, there's more people coming to, to buy and, and use Hereford bulls on black cows. And, uh, so they're very excited about that. And then, as you mentioned, Dale and Nancy again built a great program. And, uh, there was some bulls up there that garnered a lot of enthusiasm, I know, and, uh, some very elite, uh, uh seed stock breeders, uh, along with, uh, some of the top end commercial producers from all around the country, uh, purchased bulls up at, uh, Churchill again this year. So it is, it's exciting, uh, a lot of enthusiasm in the breed and, uh, and there's good reason to be, um, uh, because, uh, I think our breeders are, are, uh, dialed in on what we need to get accomplished here and, and my compliments to them. This just in Supreme champion at the red bluff show was a Hereford. So how about that? Boy, that is exciting too. So it just keeps bumping, uh, again and again. And, uh, so a lot of shows and sales going on. Uh, you know, I know they're, they've got one, uh, here in South Dakota that's, uh, about ready to happen. And, uh, so I mean, it's uh it's it's very positive right now, and I, I guess for those of you listening, uh, you can view those sale reports again on our website under marketing. Uh, you can see those sale results, and there is an automatic link on those high sellers in each category. It'll drive you right to the the pedigree and EPD information on those cattle as well. If you're interested in uh, a place in your area that's close to you to go find some Hereford genetics. Uh, right on the homepage in the top left-hand corner is a find a breeder or find a sale catalog, and there is a bunch of them up, yeah. <laughs> and they're good. Yeah, it probably is important as looking at the results. Let's look at uh, the sale catalogs. Where can we find them? That's where we. That's where we want to focus. Well, you know, it's it, it depends on what you're in, right, Jack? Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. I think it's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, interesting right. to see kind of both segments of it. Sure. So, sure. you know, I, 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 uh, you know, I was talking to a news reporter this morning, uh, in regards to sale season last year and kind of what we were able to do, uh, what the breeders were able to do and the, the market share and kind of where it's gone and where we've increased to and, 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 you know, we're a long ways 
uh, from now to April. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it looks promising. Yeah. Looks strong. Yeah. And uh, Mother Nature has certainly uh, dropped a lot of snow and a lot of moisture. And so um, I know it's been uh, trying in a lot of places, but it's it's kind of what we needed. Right. I, I'd agree, Shane. I think it, it uh, not everywhere in, in, across the country has the has uh, uh, the moisture came. But in most places, uh, it's been pretty uh, over the top in a lot of areas. And so that, that will be exciting as we move into this spring. And we begin to see probably some regrowth of, of the commercial cow herd and, and uh, uh, the marketplace for these good females. And these good females have to be made by, by good sires. And, uh, uh, you know, I think there's going to be such an incredible place for Hereford uh, and, and our and our place in the commercial industry as as we move forward. So it's uh, it is very exciting, and uh, I'm looking forward to see how things go. And it it uh, it uh, does create a lot of opportunity for the breed. So with with that, uh, you know, opportunities ahead of us. And uh, for those of you that may be listening and uh, that have enjoyed our podcast, you know, that are kind of on the fence, you know. The time that we're in right now, Jack, I think is a perfect time to jump right into this breed yeah, and, yeah. and take advantage of whatever segment that you want to get in the breed. And I, I think that's what's yeah. welcoming, you know, about our breeders and uh, the tradition of our membership is that, uh, you know, all walks of life are good. And uh, no matter if, uh, you know, you're, you know, come from a, a long time generation cow calf operation or you're a you're a first time you know cow calf guy that wants to get into it or uh you know a, a new family that wants to maybe exhibit some herfords on down the road there's there's somebody out there in our yeah. membership uh that can help you and, and get you on the right track and so you know a commercial man that's sitting right now and thinking man these I keep seeing these bald face calves mm-hmm. I keep seeing you know uh, the cell reports I keep hearing these guys talk about efficiency uh, heterosis pounds. What would you say to them, Jack? You know, it is time, right? It is time. Uh, I think, and it, it is a, a time of uh, opportunity, uh, for, for producers to get involved and And it is exciting. You mentioned about the baldy females, uh, in that special sale in Denver. I got a report yesterday of a, of a big group of, uh, baldy females that were sorted off if you will, uh, from a set of black, uh, females in an auction and they outsold, uh, those, those, uh, pure black females by, uh, $78 a head. And so I think, uh, that the time has come and it, it's an opportunity for producers to see the value of heterosis, uh, the efficiency, the longevity, the fertility, the disposition that comes with including some Hereford genetics here. And, and then on top of that, with uh, the dedication of Hereford breeders to focusing on some uh, some uh, in-product merit uh, has has really paid dividends. And, and honestly, Shane, I think you and I, we talk about this here in the office uh, uh, a lot. Uh, there there's, there's an opportunity to look at mature cow size, and there is some opportunity to, to make some changes and, and help our commercial producers in areas to, to not only look uh, just from a total output standpoint, but what kind of input, inputs does it take uh, to get these uh, calves to weaning time and beyond. And so uh, 
It's bright. You know, we just we just got a report. Uh, you talk about in product and the value of these cattle uh, from Trey here just uh, recently that we've almost doubled or more than doubled the size of our of our feed out program. I'm sure you guys will talk about that in later podcasts. But uh, we got people committed to identifying the the genetics and the kind of cattle and and what's going to fit in the various uh, uh, different. Uh, uh, programs, whether it's a cow, building a cow calf herd or or being profitable uh, through the feed yard and the packing level, so it is exciting. It's a great opportunity for Hereford, and and as we continue to say, it's a historic historic opportunity for Hereford because we can we can offer so many positive things. You bet. So there you have it uh, from Jack Ward, the executive vice president, and uh, appreciate you tuning in uh, for this episode of 1881 uh, we're certainly looking forward to an outstanding year here at the association and working with the membership uh, we've got a great outline a podcast planned uh, throughout the year and so we'll be bringing you new and uh, kind of current uh, topics that are uh, coming through the office or hitting our membership or just new ideas uh, in general and so uh, thank you very much for joining us and with that we'll be signing off Thanks for tuning in to the American Hereford Association's podcast, 1881, with host Shane Bedwell. For more information, visit Hereford.org and make sure to subscribe to the podcast today. <laughs>